Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and I just want to start off by saying I hope that you're well. I hope that you're safe. I hope that you're healthy. How are you? How are you feeling? Um, It's officially day 11 for me of self-isolation, of social distancing, of this quarantine, and the last week has been filled with so many emotions. I would say out of all of them, out of fear, anxiety, and worry, overwhelm has been my constant companion. And it's an emotion, honestly, that I know very well. We are very well acquainted. But honestly, I never expected that this feeling of overwhelm would be so prominent for me right now. I thought for sure, like anxiety, worry, stress, and fear would be what I'm experiencing the most, but overwhelm has really been at the top of my list. Overwhelm is something that we all experience. It's totally normal, especially when our lives are turned upside down, when our routines have shifted, when there is a lot of uncertainty and unknown. And I think too, if over time, if we let overwhelm do its thing, it can totally take over our emotional and physical health, leaving us feeling really depleted, emotionally drained, and exhausted. At the same time, we all experience overwhelm differently. For me, it's this moment of feeling completely just overcome by an intense emotion and sense that something or everything is just too much. Like, I can't do this. It's too challenging to manage. I don't have control. It's really uncomfortable and it's defeating. And if you're anything like me, you work really hard in any given moment to either have it all together or feel like you have it all together or look like you have it all together. And so today I wanted to talk a little bit about overwhelm and What's going on in my head during these pretty chaotic, emotional, and isolating times? Because let's face it, even if you're quarantined with your family or your roommates or your partner, you're still cut off in so many ways from what you know and what you've had as part of your life and your routine. So I want to talk a little bit about this, and I also want to share how I'm approaching my own sense of overwhelm moving forward. And for me, it really starts with managing expectations. In a lot of ways, the entire world is experiencing this state of panic and fear. This global sense of anxiety, are you feeling it? Because I'm feeling it. I've never witnessed I've never witnessed this anxiety in this way before, and I think it has a lot to do with our technology and our access to constant media and updates, and we're all sharing our personal experiences, which is so powerful, but at the same time, there's this global sense of anxiety, and I feel like this global sense of anxiety and fear is trickling down everywhere and into everything. Relationships are a little bit more tricky right now. Everyone is feeling I think a little bit more raw and vulnerable. And truthfully, we really don't know what's going to happen next. It's overwhelming. And so when we're experiencing overwhelm, we're often hit with this spiral of negative emotions from anger, fear, anxiety, guilt. We feel stressed. We feel out of control or helpless. And I think the list goes on. So what triggers, I think, this sense of overwhelm is going to be different for everyone. But for me, it all comes back to feeling 
almost a lack of security and safety, feeling like I'm out of control, that I'm uncertain of what's next. And if you combine those feelings with the fact that now I'm working from home, which presents its own challenges and it's requiring me to be adaptable in new ways, it's totally triggering this sense of overwhelm for me too. I don't have all of the answers when it comes to handling or managing this sense of anxiety or fear or overwhelm. I can only share my own experience in the hopes that it'll remind you that you're not alone, not now or not ever. Without realizing it, I think that getting up every morning to go to work has been a sense of routine and structure that has grounded me. So now with work from home officially in place, I've been home now for 11 days, working from home now for six, In many ways, it feels like the ground has been lifted up from under me. Is anybody else feeling this way? Because now you have to create a new routine for yourself. You have to create new structure and new boundaries and get used to a new environment. And that environment is also your home environment. So it's very new and I'm still navigating this and, and figuring it out. And I can imagine that you're feeling this way too. And working from home has definitely presented its own unique challenges. I'm still staying connected to my coworkers and my friends and my family. I'm still putting in the same, if not maybe a little bit more time at work every day, but I just feel really overwhelmed. I feel rattled by all of the different changes that are going on and uncertain. My routine is gone, but more than that, my sense of security is gone too. Last week was probably one of the most difficult and overwhelming weeks that I've ever had. But in the midst of that sense of overwhelm, I kept returning to gratitude. Gratitude for the food in my refrigerator, the roof over my head, my job, my family, my friends, my coworkers, and most importantly, right now, my health. But the truth is, Gratitude isn't necessarily doing it for me right now. It's not always snapping me out of my fear or my worry. It's not helping me take deeper breaths or trust that everything is going to be okay. And I think this is really important to bring up because often we talk about returning to gratitude, having a gratitude practice as a way to build up greater appreciation, but also remind us that things are so much better than they actually seem. But I think it's okay if you can't stay positive all the time. It's okay if you don't feel grateful all the time. Grace, patience, and compassion for yourself right now, I think is what's going to get us through more than anything. Of course, I want to stay positive. I don't want to get stuck in the doom and gloom of it all. I don't want to get stuck in this overwhelm because I know that in my heart, at the end of all of this, at the end of this virus and the unrest and the panic and the worry and all of the financial, physical, and emotional difficulties that are occurring as a result, I know that this all serves a purpose, even if we can't see what it is right now. I also know that staying positive and staying in my joy doesn't mean that I have to be happy, positive, joyful, or trusting all the time. A long time ago, I had to give myself that sense of permission that I can always strive for my joy and strive for that positivity, but it doesn't mean that I have to live there all the time. Instead, for me... Staying positive really means that even on days that feel incredibly difficult and uncertain, 
I know that there are better days coming. This isn't going to last forever. I say this all the time on the podcast that I'm constantly reminding myself that so much of life is temporary. And so even if we don't know how long this is going to last or we're not exactly sure when those better days will be there, I just keep reminding myself that they're coming. At the same time, though, it's really difficult to see those that you love feel the same fear that you're feeling and feel the same sense of anxiety and worry that you feel. It's also difficult, even more difficult, at least for me, to know that there's nothing that you can say or really do to calm their anxiety, fear, or worry. I think the best thing that we can do right now is to take care of ourselves and Take care of those around us and practice self-compassion and patience. If there was ever a time to reach out to your community, to build community, to create deeper connections, right now is that time because this is not going to last forever. And so I keep reminding myself of this mantra. Well, there are two mantras. One is, I know that I am safe and that I am healthy. And the second mantra is, one day at a time, one step at a time, one breath at a time. So all of this to say, if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's normal and it's okay. And give yourself permission, if you can, to feel however you feel right now in the moment. So I want to share with you how I'm managing my sense of overwhelm right now. And if you also feel like you've hit your limit, emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, I hope that this helps. And I'd also love to know too what you're doing to help manage how you're feeling because I know that we're all feeling this to a degree and it comes in waves. So this is, these are my tips. Number one, I think it's really important to take an emotional inventory. Write down everything that's on your plate from your actual to-do list to the people in your life and their needs and your relationships. Take an inventory of everything that's going on in your life right now. You might discover that you really can tackle everything that's in front of you or you might realize that you actually can't do it all and that there might be some things that you have to say no to right now. That's that's okay. I think it's important to recognize that when your routine has changed, your schedule, your day-to-day life, the things that you could do before may not be what you can do right now. So ask for help. Tell the people in your life that you can't take on one more thing right now. Prioritize what's most important in the moment and work with the people around you to brainstorm solutions. I keep having to remind myself too that You can't be everything to everyone. Boundaries are so important, but they're so important right now too. So create some structure for yourself and decide what needs to be taken care of and what can maybe wait for things to settle down. Okay, my next tip might sound a little silly, but hear me out. My second tip is to take a personal time out. Do you remember when you were a kid and you did something wrong and your parent would put you on a timeout? This might sound totally ridiculous, but I think it's really helpful, especially right now. Sometimes we need to take a personal timeout from being with other people or helping other people. Our emotions might be getting the best of us in any given moment. So excusing yourself from the situation or leaving the room or just taking a moment for you is really going to be helpful. There are so many things that we have to say yes to every day from work obligations to social obligations. And so if you can, 
I encourage you to find a moment every day or in my case, every hour, um, to take a personal time out, put on a TV show that you really love for 15 minutes, go outside and breathe in the fresh air, call a friend, close your eyes and just breathe. Whatever feels good to you, I think you should totally do it. You can't be on all of the time. This is something I have to remind myself. You can't be on all of the time. You have to give yourself time and space to re-energize and recharge. And with everything that's going on, taking a little time for you will go a long way. My next tip is acceptance and surrender. Beyond social distancing and washing your hands and just being mindful, there's not a lot that we can do, that I can do, to control what's happening with this virus. So knowing this, knowing that there's a limited amount of things that I can do to control the outcome is not easy to accept. But I had to learn, last week especially, to let go of control. I had to surrender to the fact that all of this is happening. There's nothing I can do to change that. And so trying to fight against how I'm feeling isn't going to help either. So instead, I'm working on accepting my anxiety, accepting my fear, accepting my worry, and doing my best to compartmentalize my emotions when I can. Of course, there's a lot of things in our lives that we can control, but there's definitely a point where we just have to surrender. Know and trust that you're doing your part. I'm going to repeat that. Know and trust that you're doing your part. And so when and where you can, loosen your grip on this sense of control. Take the pressure off of yourself and focus on the good that you can bring to the situation, to your life, and the world. Again, community is so important. So what can you do to contribute in a positive way? What messages can you share? How can you be uplifting to both yourself and to others? And if that feels like too much, what can you do to just be? I think this goes back to something that's been super important for me, which is managing my expectations of myself throughout this whole thing has just been huge. It's been a huge part of acceptance and surrender. I've been spending some time thinking about what I thought I should be doing through all of this. And it goes back to my solo episode from two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, whatever it is now. I was sort of putting pressure on myself to do X, Y, and Z, work on this project, do this board game, go on this walk, I mean, whatever. And I had to really think about the pressure that I was putting on myself to sort of take advantage maybe of this time and the different standards that I felt like I've needed to maintain, which is like a total nod to my inner perfectionist. And I had to remind myself this weekend that My life, your life, our lives has changed so much in less than two weeks. And so I've been trying to maintain this certain level of being that doesn't match the current circumstances. I've had to, I've had to change my expectations of myself and realize that I may not move right now as fast as I did before. I might not achieve all of the things I thought I would achieve during this time and taking advantage of any downtime I have might really just include laying on the couch and staring at the ceiling. And that's really okay. Instead, I'm I'm choosing right now to focus more on what I can do in the present moment and simplify the rest and not overcomplicate it. This brings me to my next tip, which is about simplifying. 
I really realized it was like Tuesday of last week. So my first week working from home and it was really intense and a lot more than I even expected. And I really realized in this moment in the afternoon on Tuesday that I was just trying to do too much and my expectations did not match my reality. So I realized that And this might seem really silly, but I realized that I had to simplify my expectations for what this period of time is going to look like for me. I had to start thinking about what I could let go of instead of what I could start doing more of. So what I do is I go on a 30-minute walk and I try and watch one episode of a TV show every day instead of this list I was making of like all the shows I could I could binge watch. I know that sounds totally silly, but I think I was putting some extra pressure on myself as to what this time would look like, which was definitely adding to my overwhelm. So I want to pose this question for you and I hope um, it'll be helpful because it really helped me. What can you let go of right now to make more space for you to breathe and to just be? My next tip is focus on where you are. So I watched Moana this weekend. I'm really obsessed with my Disney Plus subscription. Um, Love this movie. And there's a line from this one song that's been really stuck in my head. And it's, happiness is where you are. I think this is so timely right now. And I've been spending so much time worrying about what the future holds and what it's going to look like and how long are we going to be in this, like, this quarantine and I've been focusing on all of the what ifs and how long and what is it going to look like instead of focusing on where I am right now. So I'm challenging myself to think about one moment, one task, and one experience at a time. My last tip, and this might be maybe one of the most important aha moments that I think I've ever had, and it's to trust your own resiliency. I just started thinking about this actually yesterday, and I I hope that this helps you too. We are so much stronger than we realize, and we are so much more resilient, I think, too, than we give ourselves credit for. You have been through difficult and challenging times. You've faced adversity, and you've made it to the other side. You will figure this obstacle out, too. You are more equipped than you give yourself credit for. I think, too, above all else right now, Remember to be kind to yourself. Remember to be compassionate and empathetic and patient. You are doing the best that you can. And don't forget, too, to reach out for support when you need it. Often we think we're supposed to brave these experiences alone and hunker down and weather it out. And I don't can't believe I just said hunker down. Like, where did I even get this word from right now? But reach out for support when you need it. Right now is a really good time to, I think, bring in a little bit more self-care you know, do what makes you feel good, what grounds you. Go back to that episode I published about a week and a half ago about ways to help ground yourself during this time because I think it's going to be so helpful. I hope that this episode helps. I hope that these tips help. For me, managing my sense of overwhelm is really starting with managing my expectations. So I would love to hear what you think about these tips, about your experience too with overwhelm right now. Make sure to join the conversation on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. You can also head on over to the show notes for today's episode found on our website and leave a comment and share your tips for managing overwhelm in your life. 
life. And I just would really love to hear from you and to connect. I heard from so many of you after that episode I released about just being more grounded right now. And it was really, it was really nice to connect. Even though you might be alone, whether you're you know, with your family or your friends, or you live by yourself. No, you are always connected. We're always connected to each other. And I'm just sending you so much love. You are not alone in this. We are all in this together. If I could, I would totally cue up that song right now um, from High School Musical. And we're going to be okay. We're going to get to the other side of this. And different emotions will come up. A different sense of overwhelm will come up but you've got this. Trust your own resiliency. Trust your tools. Trust your life experience. And we're going to get to the other side of this. And I don't know when, but we're going to do it. So that's it. That's all I've got. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for being here as always. If you want to support the show, make sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. You can follow along on Spotify and leave us a rating and review. Ratings and reviews really help the podcast get seen by new people. And it also shows people what Seek the Joy podcast is all about. Sending you guys a really big hug. Stay healthy, stay safe, wash your hands. Social distancing is everything right now. Stay six feet away from people. And in a moment of overwhelm, just remember that you're doing your part and we're going to get through this. Until then, I'll see you back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday. Tuesday.